This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast, it's the final episode of 2016. And I, I'll try to mount them. Uh, this to- is a family show. <laughs> and it's filled with the GCP's greatest hits. Joe Rowling. Oh, I rolled a natural goddamn four. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh skid being skid. Well, actually, that Tolkien talks about this uh, in his essay on fairy stories. Oh, my God. Troy being Troy. I want to go into the new year fresh, and I like to punish equal. <laughs> and a party full of shortcomings. Do you guys all speak giant? I don't. No. Baron? No one speaks giant. What are the odds they turn it all around before the year is out? And you know what? This is probably never going to happen. I think we did the math and said one in 200 chance they will happen. absolutely happen this episode. Probably. (laughs) The adventure continues right now. Happy holidays, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's Joe, and I just want to say that I hope everybody had a wonderful Christmas and a happy Hanukkah to our Jewish fans. It is currently we're right in the middle of the Festival of Lights. I hope everyone is having a great time with friends and family, and I just love this time of year. Is it is that completely unoriginal to be like, my favorite time of year is Christmas into New Year's? Like, <laughs> that's what everybody says, but I have no problems just going right along with it. I love it because it's just an understood time when everybody kind of can just take a break, if they are able, from the usual and spend a little time with friends and family. And furthermore, it's okay to say those maybe gushy things that we usually keep all locked up when we're in the middle of our routine. You know, going to work, going to class, taking care of the kids, paying the bills. Well, since it's Christmas time and since I just finished watching It's a Wonderful Life, which is my family's traditional Christmas movie, I'm feeling a little weak with emotion, as it were. The fans of the GCP are the greatest fans in the world. And I didn't know that that would be the case when we started. When we started, quite honestly, I was worried about the haters. Because if you're going to get involved in something in nerd entertainment, you better be ready for that. Because it's going to happen. But yet, when we started, within those first few months, we had a few fans who were actually not related to us, which was shocking. And then even more shocking was that they were nice, cool, genuine, generous people. And they went and told a whole bunch of new people about the show. And then they did, and they did, and so on. And within a year, the show had exploded, and it's still growing. I mean, we get emails Facebook messages, tweets, comments every single day from people all over the country and all over the world. We get messages from the UK and Australia and New Zealand, from Finland and Sweden and Germany and Denmark and South Africa and the Netherlands and Russia and Israel. We're all connected in the love of this game. And I just wanted to make sure you guys know that, that you know that there are so many of us out there, like-minded people that laugh and cry with these characters, that live and die by Troy's merciless die. Yes, it's just a game, of course. And yes, we're just here to have fun. But we're also here to tell a story together, a story of a grand quest of characters being challenged to question who they really are and what they're really capable of. Characters that are challenged to draw from deep within themselves the strength to carry on despite failure, loss, doubt, defeat, and despair. It's a story that we can all relate to at one time or another, in one way or another. And it just brings us all together. And this is what I have found in the emails we've received. This is what I want to share with you guys that I don't get to say all the time. I just wanted you to know that since it's this time of year, my favorite time of year, that you all inspire me, inspire us. And we're thankful every day 
for your part in making this story happen. My best to all your friends and family at this time. Happy New Year to everybody. And now please enjoy our gift to you. It's episode 83 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. I can't believe it, but here we are at the final episode of 2016. 2016! Oh, man. We started this in 15, and now it's the end of 16. That's right. A year and a half. And we'll probably never see the end of 2017. I mean, yeah, as people. Not I don't think we'll make it. Things are going, no. Well, what happens if an actual... Uh, member of the cast dies. Oh boy! Oh, I actually have never thought about this a great this. deal. Because um, I, I don't know about you guys, but I, I, I foresee my death happening every day of my life. Um, oh wow! You're so a fatalist. Like, well, sort of. Just about me, right? I think um, this is just your typical Christmas conversation. Yeah. Sorry, go on, Matthew. I'm sorry. Well, no, you know, you think like you get up in the morning and think, okay, like we're recording today, but ah, if I get hit by a car on the way over to the recording, I wonder if the guys will still record without me. I yes, is the to. answer. Yes. yes, that's the quick answer. You're you're like a less pervy Woody Allen. Like he's a writer, he's a creative guy, he's neurotic, but he's not a pervert. And you're dressed like a wreath right now. Yep. <laughs> You've got a green shirt on and your your red legs look like a bow <laughs> hanging from the wreath. <laughs> I wore this for you and your cat. He literally uh, looks like the elf on the shelf. He's <laughs> true. Get on my shelf. Now what really happened is I was told we were get on my shelf. ugly sweaters <laughs> I'm the only one who dressed up. Chris Christmas is over, Matthew. Deal with it. <laughs> he, he's an angry elf. He's an angry elf. How come elves... Skid, you probably know this, or at least have a funny uh, reason for it. Why elves got so perverted in the Santa mythology uh, from the like the badass Tolkien elves? Well, actually, that Tolkien talks about this uh, in his essay on fairy stories. Oh, my God. This uh, is amazing. There, were, there, were, like, there was a Victorian kind of movement to make elves into like what we think of as like Santa's elves. Oh. Like uh, Keebler elves, yeah, like Keebler elves, like little and like little, you know. Like uh, the, whereas he, that's what one of the things that was one of his aims was to bring back this like old concepts of of like elves as like spirits, spirit creatures, badasses, that badass, of, powerful, immortal, yeah, like, beings. But it was basically like most things can be blamed on uh, Victorian sensibilities. Well, I want to see the Santa story where the where the elves are like badass toy you know, makers. I actually I started <laughs> writing a story like that. That I was gonna make a comic book. I still might, but I don't know. But I made. I well, actually started you, like you've lost right, that ruined idea. it out. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, 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 that's the copyright. That copyright. I, haven't, I haven't given the hook yet, though. Some really savvy Australian fan is gonna start writing <laughs> yeah. that at the end of this episode, and they'll get it one day ahead of me because of the time difference. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for them, it is Christmas hasn't even happened yet. Right. <laughs> I don't understand time. <laughs> I do. I fully understand time. <laughs> the toilets go backwards. It could be January already. What's more complicated, time or Pathfinder rules? That's, oh, the, that's the question. All I know is... Uh, How time functions in Pathfinder rules. <laughs> we'll find a way to mess both of them up consistently. Um, well, uh, we're, we're back. We're back here. The last one of 2016. Hopefully someone will die. <laughs> He's literally got his fingers crossed. That's and my happy new year. Haven't there, haven't there been enough deaths in 2016? That'll be my new year's resolution. <laughs> Let's contribute this dumpster fire every, fire every year one last time. No kidding. <laughs> haven't there been enough deaths in 2016? You see the in memoriam, it's like David Bowie, Galabras. <laughs> um... So, we, we ended last episode. You guys had um, saved those people from... Um, some of them were from Shinneman's Fortune. Some of them just did business in Shinneman's Fortune and picked the wrong day to were, show up in town. They were old prospectors. Old prospectors. Here, here. Old fiddlesticks. We're not science folk. Oh, so it's giants you're after. Painted <laughs> <laughs> for gold nuggets here in the stream. <laughs> you guys saved them, waited the night with them, camped out. Uh, Nestor was incredibly rude to a young girl. <laughs> well, this is part of the thing, because I've suffered two points of charisma damage that still hasn't been healed. Oh, that's right. He's so that good of a role player. That's how I'm playing it. <laughs> I, just... think, I think you get a bottle cap. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know where they are, but you get Okay, one. thank you. No, I always have some laying around my house because I'm an alcoholic. Oh, he's there. He's got some. Joe, you got one? Yeah, I got him. Okay, give, give, give uh, Skid one. That is true justifying that minus two charisma damage because charisma is that stat if you're not a sorcerer that 
No one ever thinks about it. No, you should. Paladin. Paladin. Sure. Give Bard. Charisma a chance, Bard. Matthew. Yeah. Matthew, give Charisma give, a chance. I'm going to give him a Galabras bottle cap. Oh, cool. Oh. All right. Shades, out on me. Shades of you know, we had come. we had those Nestor bottle caps, but then Nestor stole all of them. <laughs> it was <laughs> right, really weird. Right. A little sleight of hand. Um, all right, so you guys, you waited until the next morning. You felt pretty good about them making their way back to uh, Chitterman's Fortune. Then you guys continued delving deeper into what very well may be Minderhouse Valley. You come to the end of the day. You probably traveled uh, eight, ten miles. Um, how many horses are there left? Reginald is still kicking. One. Lexington, unfortunately, still alive. <laughs> and uh, Dusty. And so Umlo is sharing Reginald yep. with Della. And now Nestor and Baron are an old Dusty. <laughs> His hands are really clammy too. I can they're starting to seep through my leather armor. I can feel it. <laughs> and then there were three mounts. Um, I'm picking his pockets while we're riding. It's <laughs> gonna be like I had twenty alchemical cartridges. I <laughs> only have four. Those are expensive, man. The hell is my wallet? <laughs> you guys camp out for the night. And Umlo uh, hears a voice in the wooded area just beyond where your camp is. And he hears the voice of Ingrahild. Now he knows Ingrahild's dead, but it's claiming to be uh, her spirit. And he just rolls, I think he rolled sense motive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally believes it. 15, I think. And begins walking towards it. Yeah, so I wanted to ask about this. Are we asleep? Are, no. Do we see this? No. So I've, I've created the map here, and what I figured is that Umla was probably hanging out with Sir Will. And well, they had just finished uh, practice. Practice, They right. were practicing. Do, 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 do. Working uh, the sword and shield. Blunted, of course. So Umla was near Sir Will and Lexington. On the other side of the camp, I have Della and Nestor. For some reason, these two are getting a little bit closer. Maybe, maybe sides are forming. And then in the middle, on the other side of the fire, Baron sharpening his gun on the west. <laughs> I, w- I would never get something. Sharpest gun in the west. <laughs> the gun is so short now; it's like a snub-nosed pistol. It's a sawed-off pistol. It doubles as a dagger. It's like a derringer. It's a really sharp derringer. I stick it into my ankle. Yeah, you start putting it in your pantyhose. Your garter belt. You stab. You stab someone and open up a way for the bullet. <laughs> That's eighth level. Uh, so Sir Wh- uh, excuse me, Umlo goes off into the woods, and I rolled a save for Umlo between episodes, and I'm going to tell you what is just about to happen. Umlo takes heart spit, throws it into the woods, and just begins mindlessly walking. Sir Will and Baron. Roll a perception check. Thirteen for Sir William Keswick. Uh, fifteen for Baron. Uh oh. Oh, 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 yeah, you really screwed can up. I, can Baron. I point out that b- before this episode started, I had no dice, and I had Joe was like very oh, excitedly threw me his bag of dice. So we should have given him Matthew's dice. <laughs> I have cursed all of those D20s in... Oh, no, Grant. Just as Will heard the voice of Ingrahild, Baron and Sir Will hear their names being called. Oh, wow. And it says, Baron, drop your gun and come this way. Sir Will, drop your lance and walk this way. I have my sword. But Steve, all right. Steven Tyler's in the woods? Drop your weapon. Walk this way. <laughs> Drop your melee weapon. Run DMC comes out. <laughs> uh, so that's what you hear. Sir Will and Baron both roll a will save. All right. I'm assuming this is a spell. Sir Will's got pretty good will. This is a supernatural <laughs> charm effect. Skid. Can I get it? Joe's going to roll. <laughs> oh, yeah. Joe's going to roll. Oh, <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I rolled a natural goddamn four. Son of a bitch! <laughs> oh, my God. God. The prophecy it. has been fulfilled. <laughs> Damn you, Nick Lowe. 16. Uh, 16. And 12 for Willamette. Baron shakes it off, does not drop his gun. <laughs> oh, but poor Sir Will, oh, no. under the power of suggestion, oh. drops his sword or highbury lance, whatever he had, and... It's rose light. It's a long sword. He was just sitting on top of Lexington. He begins walking unmounted. Are you wearing your leather armor as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Unmounted starts walking off into the woods where Umla was going. Nestor and Della roll a perception check. Oh, fuck. Ooh, 27. 27. 21. 27-21. You both here behind you. A rustling in the woods. Everybody roll for initiative. Oh, oh my god. Ooh. I didn't even know you were gonna get into this this quick. I'm not my sirenscape is not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sound set, it's called Peaceful Evening. I don't think that's gonna work. No. Not anymore. We'll start with that though. Feels good every time. We have a couple new sound drops too from yeah, old buddy Nick Lowe that, that I will uh, play at the appropriate time. Look out for him tonight. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of new, so I want to go into the new year. It's a Christmas miracle from I, Nick Lowe. I want to go into the new year fresh. I want to go into the new year, you know, with 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 a new set of of clarifications on some of our <laughs> some of our house rules. Most specifically, the most debated one. <laughs> Um, hotly, hotly, hotly debated, highly contested. Ooh, ooh, this this house that's a, rule is hot. That's a hot mic rule. It's a hotly debated. Mic. All right, so obviously we've realized in now I don't know ten episodes or so more, um, a dozen episodes that the um, the house rule that has you firing into melee and a ten percent chance of accidentally hitting your ally <laughs> is completely nerfs Baron and especially Nestor. It just doesn't make sense. And an angry skid. It's not a fun skit. No. We no. don't want that. There's no reason to do it's that. It's not an effective skit. And no. it also doesn't punish the melee characters like Sir Will and Umlo and Della. And I like to punish equally. <laughs> Pathfinder is really amazing in the way that they have a mechanical uh, sort of... They've thought out all the mechanics on how to make normal situations slightly more difficult when things are different. So obviously, if you're just shooting at a creature that has no one around it, you don't take any penalties. But when you have your allies or other creatures around, you shoot into it, it takes a minus four because there's less of a chance to hit. If there's something standing in front of the creature you're aiming at, you aim at it and it gets a bonus to its AC because you're trying to shoot past it. But the one rule that they don't have is that one little chance for when a ranged attack goes awry. And so we thought we'd add this in, but as we saw within two episodes, uh, Skid hit Della and Will and... uh, (laughs) That's just no fun. I was actually kind of disappointed because I had I emailed you today about it. I was just like, I want to make my case against this rule. And you're like, oh, yeah, we're getting rid of it. And I was like, fuck. Like, I had this entire case. Like, <laughs> I, I, was, I was ready like a lawyer. Like, I prepared my briefs, like everything. It was going to come in. And they settled out of court. Yeah, they settled <laughs> out of court. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, and you could have finished with, lies. and I rest my case. Exactly. Damn it. Yeah. Um, that'll be a he, bonus episode. Troy's always one step ahead. He's <laughs> one yeah. step ahead. Well, so what we're going to do now is when you roll a one, shooting into melee when either you have an ally that's providing cover for the enemy or you have an ally that is in melee. When you roll a one, there's a 10% chance you're going to hit your, uh, your ally. So it's only when you roll a one. Whether the fumble is confirmed or not confirmed, you roll a one, 10% chance you're going to hit uh, if you roll a one on that D100, you're going to crit your ally, just as we said before. But if you roll a hundred, or just for skid, a 69, that miss <laughs> will turn into a hit. Well, I also said an 86 would also crit your ally. All right, so a one, because oh, this was your old rule from when you were a kid. This is my old friend, my old DM, Del uh, Dominic. This was his rule. It, but it wasn't even 100. It was just 69 and 86 right. were the best possible But resort. that's fine. But we're that's just, fine. We'll add it in. So yeah. one and an 86 crit your ally. 69 and 100, the miss turns into a hit. Great. Okay. I'm and then an so added wrinkle for my melee friends. Because, Joe, this came up recently when you were trying to attack... <laughs> 
the or you were thinking about trying no, to Della attack the was trying Orm to Vorax. attack the Orm Vorax with a whip right, on Lexington crap. and we were arguing and you were like Lexington is between her and the Orm Vorax and we were like oh they're grappled they're together blah 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 well here's the point by the rules it doesn't matter you can attack that but I think wouldn't it be fun that if you roll a one while attacking a creature that is grappled with your ally if you roll a one 10% chance you hit your ally. I think it's fun. It's totally fine. And you know what? This is probably never going to happen. I think we did the math and said one in 200 chance that it will happen. It will absolutely happen this episode. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Multiple ah! well, Twice. Well, now, do fun. we have the two numbers before? I think it's one in 100 now. Oh, because there's two yep. possibilities. If you're listening at home, tell us the probability. Uh, let's talk about the other numbers. Who rolled over 20? Uh, this initiative? This is initiative, yes. Uh, 26. 26. 25 for Baron. All right. Uh, Sir Will, what'd you get? 16. Della? 11. Umlo? Umlo rolled. Umlo. Um, where's my Umlo voice? Umlo rolled an 18. Why does Umlo sound like he's from the South? I was thinking about Umlo a lot, and I just think that I really I want to try to work on Skid's northern accent. That's a good no, accent. That's something I'm working it's, on, too. Yeah, it's hard to do. It it's, a, it's the Game of Thrones accent. It is, yeah. That you hear the most out of the non-royal people. It's the Sean Bean, the, like, like the Sheffield. Peasant, uh, it's the people from the North. Yeah, it's the people from... All right. It's the North. <laughs> all right. <laughs> from the North. It's almost yeah. if they're from uh, the North. north. All right. <laughs> of Westeros. <laughs> uh, which is almost like shape. Here's Matthew with his 18 intelligence again. Show's going to talk! <laughs> 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 that's one of the new drops. That's yeah. the new drop. We cut, we, we cut the quick nerdage uh, version. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, All right. Tell us how we're going to die. Okay. So, um, Umlo throws Heartspit into the woods. Sir Will, clunk, 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 drops his sword and begins wandering out there. Nestor and Della here behind them, rustling in the bushes or in the trees behind them. Nestor, you're up round one. Uh, I whip round to make a perception check, see if I see anything. Sure. Um, 25. Oh, does he see anything? <laughs> Behind the tree, you see a large creature that Ooh. looks like some sort of a cat-like creature. Not an Ormvorax. But it is a large... Uh, I was maybe, about to walk out. Maybe it's a leopard. It's got a long tail and it's coming towards you. But it's behind the tree. You can't quite see it, but you do see a body coming towards you. Uh, I quick draw my bow and uh, fire. Okay. And I, after studying it. Um, 21. 21 flat-footed yep. with cover. Still hits. Nice. Okay. Because it's, it's like got a little cover the there. tree, yeah. so it's got a little partial cuff. Partial right. cuff. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> little PC. <laughs> so uh, God damn. Seventeen damage. Seventeen. That's low. Yeah, for me. Oh man. Oh, Skid's well, I didn't have deadly aim. So. Okay, is that all you can do, Mister Skit? I can fire again. Okay. Um, you may fire when ready. Uh, seventeen. 17 again. Oh, no, you rolled a 21 last time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one is a miss. Okay. Kills Della. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, speaking of Della, Baron, you're up. <laughs> I was like, Matthew, <laughs> the Baron! He perked up in his chair. I just saw Matthew. Like, Wait, no, no, don't call me. I need time. Uh, Baron really wants to use his new dragon's breath, but considering that's a crowd control weapon and he sees no real enemies yet. I mean, he should probably just Fire it straight past Della and Nestor. I was actually going to shoot uh, Lexington right in the head. That's if that fine. was okay. Put him out of his misery. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to follow these two people who's strangely disarmed, and I know I heard a voice. So I'm going to move tw- 20 feet, and I'm going to say, Who goes there? And I'm going to say, There's sorcery about in these woods, and I'm going to walk alongside of them. All right, so you walk towards the ones that have weapons in their hand. <laughs> oh, that's the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Just clarifying for the folks at home. I abandoned the ones who were helpless. <laughs> I was literally like, okay, so we're dead. <laughs> do, do I see anything walking that much closer? Uh, do you see anything walking that much closer? Roll um, a perception check. Uh, that is a 25. You see a creature that is coming straight towards uh, uh, Umlo, and it looks like... Uh-oh. 
Uh-oh. I'll leave what to see it. Oh, no. I'm not going to look at it. I haven't seen it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. If you don't look at it, it can't hurt you. Oh, my God. Whoa. I know this creature. Looks like some kind of damn Tasmanian ocelot or something. Kind of like has a hyena. It's like a hyena greyhound thing. This is in... This freakish beast has the head of a badger, the hooves of a stag, and a wide mouth with sharp ridges of bone instead of teeth. Baron sees that Umlo and Will, Umlo is up, by the way, are under the power of the spell suggestion right now. So all they know is they don't. They had to, were told to drop their sword and walk this way. Now Umlo's up. Nope. Uh, can I take a shot oh. at the creature? Oh, so Baron, you step there and you just you, move twenty feet. Okay. Yep. So you can do. Uh, well, see, no, you can't because of these trees. Okay. So I'm going to move into position. I'm going to double move. Double then. move so you can get a shot next round. Gotcha. And now, well, you're going to play Umlo again this week, right? Yes. You don't really get to, I want you to really get into Umlo's skin. You got to get a good combat. Get into his yeah. skin. So uh, let's start with one where you uh, fail to will save and have no weapon. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and action. I would. <laughs> it's like shitty improv. <laughs> I was really upset at Troy for rolling the save that I should have rolled at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> All right, uh, you're Umlo with no ability to control your own mind and no weapon. Go. <laughs> so, um, a, a will save, perhaps? There's a great old SNL sketch where Phil Hartman plays an acting teacher and he goes up to Molly. Oh, I love that sketch. He goes up to Molly Shannon and he's like, sketch. all right, just remember, uh, you're terrible and I don't think women belong in the theater. Go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something to that effect. I, got, I tried to post that sketch on YouTube once and it got pulled down by NPC in like 30 seconds. Oh, God. <laughs> He was so great. You have to reverse the angle. Um, right. Talk to me, Baron. Uh, Baron is... Umlo. Oh, talk to you me, Umlo. You're throwing me off. You're Umlo. Do I get a will save or anything to try to act? Uh, I don't... What can no. I do besides follow the uh, boar-headed, baboon-bodied thing that's got me under a spell? The spell ends when the subject finishes what it was asked to do. I said, drop your, throw your weapon into the woods and walk towards me. You did that. So okay. now, Baron is standing face-to-face. Umlo. 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 With this. Oh, there's an actual mini for it. It's not so mini. And, and where is Heartspit? Heartspit is in the woods. Gone. Umlo has no weapon. We'll say it's 25 feet to his right. Got quite an arm. Yeah, really? <laughs> Throw a giant weapon. Like a 15-foot spear. Flipping those, <laughs> flipping those omelets all that time. He worked up. Great forearm strength. <laughs> 15-foot spear. Uh, so then, I guess with uh, the steel hand, Umlo will unarmed strike it? Yeah. That sounds it. crazy. Sure. Does he have improved grapple? You mean improved right. unarmed strike? Excuse me, improved unarmed strike. He does not. Okay, so it will provoke oh, one no. attack. Now I'm thinking if I should run because Umlo's so weak. What would Umlo do? Umlo's fought. W- you're Umlo. You, you'd know. You're Umlo. <laughs> Umlo's fought a lot of bears. He hates wild animals. He probably just got out of this spell of confusion and said, "Oh my God, it's a fucking what the fuck!" <laughs> um, Where's the husband? And so he's going to do the arm strike. Let's do this. Okay. Natural oh, twenty. Man! Natural twenty. <laughs> we have a new drop for it. Critical threat, critical threat, critical, critical, critical threat. Confirm it! Roll to confirm. Yeah. And then I'll see if it it bites you. (laughs) Okay. Not a confirm. Not a a confirm. It's going to be max damage. damage, But uh, so as you go to do that, it just (sighs) goes to bite you. Natural 20. I'm Get not this shit even lying. No. Nick Lowe is an oracle. <laughs> uh, I'll roll the confirm in front of you. I'd call him a bard. Oh, oh, that's a confirmation. That is a confirmed. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. So, so that... you take six damage, by the way, sir. <laughs> that's ma'am to you. Uh, okay. It is going to be... It's double damage, right? Yeah. 28 points of damage. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you don't... Uh, remember, we, we've been doing this wrong, too. You just roll the dice twice and only add the modifier once. Okay, that's what we've always done. We just double it. You want to do it that way from now on? Yes. Okay, that's the way the rules are. So instead of... If the, if the damage is 2d6 plus 3, 
You don't roll 2d6 plus 3 and double it. You roll 4d6 plus 3. Plus 3, right. I'm fine with doing that. That's kind of fun. It's always fun to roll more dice, and in this case, it's not going to be as brutal. So, uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 17 damage. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Yeah, yeah I think it's in there for a reason. It's going to keep everyone alive, including my monsters. Uh, <laughs> and you said it took 6 points of damage with a fist of Nargum Steelhand? That is correct. Six points of damage. And Umlo has been bit, critically bit by a powerful bite, um, as it were, by this strange creature. Critically bit. Critically uh, bit. <laughs> critical so, bit. Umlo's going to do, do one other thing now. Uh, he's going to move away, hoping that it does not have improved uh, criti- or improved combat, 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 combat reflexes. Umlo walks away. It doesn't. Unmolested. Nice. All right. Unmolested, so he gets the full complement of his movement, which I believe is 20 feet. Correct. Sir, Will, you, for some reason, you just come out of a trance because you now see this. Yeah, Sir Willem, it immediately goes to his uh, uh, sheath. And Roselight is not there. What's happened? <laughs> I blacked out. Uh, and, and he looks around. He sees it on the ground behind him. He's immediately going to move to the weapon and pick up the weapon. So... You tell me how far away I was. Can I move to you it can and move pick to it, it up? Pick it up in this round. Okay, that's what I'll do. Okay, that's my round. Um, all right. So and I'll say, Lexington, there's some foul sorcery here. We've been tricked. Come to me, and uh, he'll just move over quickly and next to me, Lexington. And I, I'll try to mount him as a. Oh, you know what? I cannot. I believe uh, this to, is a family show. Uh, <laughs> 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 so well. Leave those weird habits out of this. Now is not the time. There are more important things happening. Yes, yes, that's very sexy, but please, we must kill these badgers. I believe, I don't know if it's written in the rules, but I believe you to do a quick dismount, or to do a quick mount, you have to roll a DC 20 ride check, but I believe you have to have the available move action to even try it, because uh. if you succeed, it's free, but if you fail, it's a move action, so why would you be able to... Well, you, you fail could double move, happens. but you had to you had to pick up the thing. Well, no, I moved move. once and picked it up. That's, and that's the move the action. Move action, yeah. So, you'll so do next round, I'll try the, the fast mount. All right, Miss Delanarn. Uh, Della is going to jump. She heard the rustling. She saw Nestor jump up and fire. Right. She's going to jump up and turn around, draw the scimitar, and do I see it? Uh, you do. You're over there. Oh. It is over here. Nice. So you saw Nestor shoot past it, uh, you would have to step in front of Nestor to see it. You could, you see that there's something over there. You saw Nestor shoot, but see where the tree is? The tree is blocking so your I line see of sight. The, I see a creature. Kind you of see something there. lurking in the, in the uh, distance. Now, keep in mind, I think I let Nestor get off uh, with the... Well, how far does dim light go from that uh, fire? It goes 20 feet. 20 feet. Okay, so Nestor and Sir Will are going to uh, be, have a little trouble. Right. With, okay. Because it's just uh, concealment. Twenty percent. Yeah. Twenty percent. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Della is going to cast Cat's Grace on herself. <laughs> and swift action, keen and shock the scimitar. Yeah. Cat's Grace, keen and swift. So Cat's Grace gives you a bonus to Dex. Bonus to Dex. Clutch. Classic Della move. Bonus to Dex. Bonus to Dex. <laughs> bonus to Dex. <laughs> All right. Can I do? Uh, I can't see it, so I can't. I, I can't roll a knowledge check yet. <laughs> Anything with four syllables now is just going to roll off into that song <laughs> so easily. That's a brilliant melody, Nicola. Yeah. We're well going to die. We're going to die. <laughs> Nestor, your twenty percent mischance may no longer matter because. Twenty uh, percent. Uh, it, it comes right up in your grill. Oh, thank God! And goes to bite you. <laughs> thank God. Uh, that's nice. Nineteen to bite Nestor Coin. That's a miss, mate. So <laughs> oh, that's not good enough. And mate. now you see this thing yeah. face to face, and you're just looking up at this large. It's like almost like a like a badger, but much more light. It really is like, like this, tall, slim. There, there's some kind of Tasmanian marsupial, like it's a Tasmanian wolf or something that looks just like this thing. Okay. Yes, it does look very, very familiar. Yeah. The, uh, the it almost, yeah, it looks like uh, like a um, l- lemur. It doesn't look like a lemur at all. Uh, well, in the face. <laughs> Have you ever seen a lemur, Joe? <laughs> but like a really huge, scary one. <laughs> Leave the zoology to, to skin, all right? You all definitely right. failed that prosimian knowledge roll. <laughs> Also, leave, I love the, leave the cryptozoology to skid as well. Please, please do. <laughs> this one, the other one. It's uh, the Jersey Devil. The other one goes <laughs> to bite uh, Umlo. Has already bit Umlo once, and uh, 15, I'm assuming, misses Umlo. That's a miss, mate. All right, round two. Umlo had a big chunk taken out of his flesh, but damage has been done to both of these lucratas. 
is what they're called. Nestor coin, round two. Uh, I'm going to take a five foot step back and take another couple of shots. All right, five foot step back. Um, uh, that's a hit. Um, yeah, and I'm, I've got that name on now. And 26 damage. 26 damage. There it is. Yes. Boom. And I'm going to take my second shot, which will almost certainly miss. <laughs> oh, no. 22 to hit. 22 hits. Excellent. And 20 damage. Nest- oh. Nestor kills it. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I was hoping uh, for that full attack. Nestor. Boom. Uh, yeah, that one is dead. Excellent. Uh, okay. Baron. Uh, Baron... Similarly to Umlo, is freaked out by giant spell-binding forest creatures. And he's going to rapid shot, deadly aim, this Lucrata. That is a hit. 19 on the die. Okay. 16 points of damage. Brutal. Don't fuck with us by the fire at night. Ooh, this one is tough. 17 against touch, AC. 17 against touch. Yeah, yeah I'm sure that missed. That, yeah. uh, that hit. Whoa. 16 points of damage. Yeah. This, this isn't four ogres sitting around a fire. <laughs> Guys. Final shot, up close and deadly. That's a hit. <laughs> up close Will and deadly. To kill it. Will it be enough? 20 points Ooh. of damage. 19 hit points left. Oh, yeah. 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 So, point back. Good point back. So it's only unconscious. Uh, yes. <laughs> it has orc ferocity somehow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Interrogated. Will tries to mount it. Stop, Will! Stay! <laughs> I just want to fast mount it. It'll only take a free action. <laughs> wow, that, uh, that was easy. <laughs> oh, man, Let, let's run it back. Will turns around, he sees his weapon on the ground, he's like, I must help my friends! He runs to the weapon, picks it up, doesn't even mount Lexington, and both creatures are dead. <laughs> I mean, this is this. You see, the the these combats lately are going one of two ways. Yeah. Either it's kind of what what is happening, pandemonium, or everything's dead before Sir Will gets to it. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> now, the way this combat could have changed, obviously, is that Baron drops his gun. Right. It right. slows That's things an, down. Very a important bit. will save. Um, but nice job, and XP was earned. Nice. Umlo is just. Uh, where, where, where's Heartspit? Where's Heartspit? I need to find Heartspit. Mm, yeah. Find it uh, in the woods, not too far away. Um, there it is. Della, you wanted to roll a knowledge check I on do. these guys. It's going to be Knowledge Arcana. Ooh. Oh, wow. That's actually something Della doesn't have to use Bard Knowledge for. And roll shitty. Uh, 16. 16 is enough to learn that for them, this lure ability that they have, they had obviously been tracking you for a while in order to know what your names are and overheard So they're intelligent. They're intelligent, magical creatures. Overheard uh, Umlo, rather, talking about Ingrihild and the statue. Because you imagine you got that statue in the, uh, your last, uh, when you killed the ogres, it was in the thing, and he's like, I want to keep this Ingrihild head of thing. So they were spying on you, and... uh, that's how they were able to know the names, know a little bit of that story uh, and whatnot. And most likely their lair is near here. Ooh. Oh, uh, sounds like it's time for a survival check, mate. Yeah. Um, Baron licks his finger and lifts it in the air to feel the breeze, pulls out a little grass, drops it, and does a survival check of a 19. So 19 on the survival check, mm-hmm. you see... Almost back the way you came, but really just, you're just you're star- the the valley is starting to open up here where you guys decided to camp. If you backtrack just a little bit, there is the valley continues. Um, there's another branch to it. Yeah, there's another branch to it that's just a slight slightly off. And if you walk that way, sure enough, you do find it was clearly their lair. And I look inside the lair to see if there are any people of interest, because clearly they prey on people. Perhaps there are some belongings of someone that was there before. Well, in fact, there is. Oh, wow. Uh, bottle cap me. Thank you. I'll oh, take that right thanks now. Thanks for the bottle cap, Troy. Thanks for the bottle cap, Troy. Do you want the bottle cap or do you want the Grant, things? Grant, really well done. You get the yeah. things or but the bottle cap? Thank you cap? so much. All right, you can have the bottle cap, but I'm going to keep all the magical items. <laughs> uh, you do see... Uh, is there a magical lance? It's, it's pretty gross. There's the undigested remains of uh, like creatures that 
they or humans or whatever they found and came back here and vomited it back up into the air. So they probably like regurgitate and keep feeding on that from time to time. Um, so it's this just this shallow little cave full of regurgitated remains of who and knows what. Upon seeing this, Baron says, "Well, Rag always wanted me to do the stable mucking." Well, you've got some you've got some mucking to do here. There is a. Um, did you guys go with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's of a course. magical crossbow. Oh, Ooh. there's a magical wand. Ooh. Uh, there's two um, opals, uh, a green sapphire. Oh. 40 platinum pieces. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, and, jackpot. And 210 gold pieces. Oh, damn. Wow, wow, ching wow. Oh, Yeah, I think I might. Willamit might actually be able to use that crossbow. Yeah. Spellcraft? Probably. Yeah. Sure, spellcraft away. I could just see it sitting on his back. Totally. You know? Totally, man. Got to redo all the art. 28. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew, you are uh, you're a good spellcrafter. Um and there's nothing worse than like spellcrafting and just not knowing first sessions because you'll just forget you even have it. Yeah. Right. Uh, it is a plus one giant bane <gasps> heavy crossbow. Whoa. Oh, shit. That's serious shit. That yeah, is man. no joke. That's one deep But that ten. could be, that really makes him effective if he's off his mount. Yeah, right. Like if he gets ah, stuck off his mount. Because you built this character to be completely useless without Lexington. Oh, not completely useless, just well, without a mount. Very, very right. dependent on Lexington. Very uh, dependent on Lexington, yeah. But that is, I mean, I don't have a high deck, so it's a hard two hit, but a heavy crossbow with a plus 2d6 for yeah. Giant's Bane is huge. I wonder but, how that would affect your weight because you're wearing heavy armor too, and now you've got a heavy crossbow. It may put you into the medium encumbrance. No, they're not that heavy. No. It, just, it just shows it, it, it's more about how it's used. I believe it's a full it's a action. Full action to to load it. That's right. That's yeah. you so you can only shoot right. every other round because you basically you have to take... put your feet on it and like clink, 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 clink. Right. So you get like a crank. Great opening salvo, though. You on the back of Lexington, you have one shot and you drop it and then charge it. Yeah. Ooh, I like this. That's awesome. All right. Is it a full round action to load? It's a. I believe it is. We'll look it up, but I think it I is. I think it is, yeah. That's what makes it like so much. That's why you get that extra damage versus a light crossbow. It's right. because it's, See, it takes so much longer to load. I think Baron also wants this. Oh, really? Because it'll oh. increase my range from 20 feet to oh. much longer at the beginning of a battle, and I yeah. can nothing. Roll off? Are you calling for a roll off, Baron? Calling for a roll off. On air roll off. Uh-oh. So if you get it, you give Will your gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm half tempted to just give it to him. But, you guys should just wrestle for it. But, in real life. Uh, but I like a roll off. Let's do a roll off. We're doing a roll off. That'd be fun. That'd be fun either way. Make a roll off. Is it just flat out D20, or do I add my charisma bonus? Add your. Are you both adding, adding your modifiers? Uh, all right, just D20, I hate right? You, Matthew. <laughs> Here we go. Motherfucker! <laughs> he got it. Ten. Roll fucking seven. Seven versus ten. God. The rich get richer. <laughs> yeah, you know what Baron needs is it's just a better ranged weapon. He needs another ranged weapon. <laughs> It's only going to be situational. I have one gun that's a dragon's bane, one that's a giant's bane, and I got this two-barreled thing. It's pretty sweet. Well, you, uh, you and go- I'll have a much better chance. Well, how does hit. this happen, role-playing wise? Is it just? Uh, you are. Well, well, I've never been a good shot. Yeah, I think but, it's uh, yeah. it could keep us all alive. But whatever's best for you, Baron. <laughs> I always maybe I could use it three days a week. <laughs> I get it on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Wednesdays and every other weekend. I'll use it on the days you don't use your gun. <laughs> one of the days you don't use one of the two guns in Galarian. Uh, and the other thing, um, no, is, and it's totally Baron's totally open when the situation's right for Will to use it. Just but, toss it to him. I just imagine the roll down functions as a stare off. That's what the yeah. rolls represent. Does he shoot? Does yeah. he shoot? No, but this basically means that I have to take quick draws of feet next round if I have three things to choose from. Yeah, and don't you, you have? So sorry. Don't but you know it could actually be kind of valuable for you because don't you have rapid reload? It's only it's it's based on the weapon. So uh, it doesn't work. Oh, you have to choose. It's like weapon focus. Yeah, you have to choose uh, the weapon. Oh, very interesting. Okay, okay. so it's, so the it's useless. The wall. No, no, no. It'll be a great opening salvo, and then when people charge in, I get quick draw and you I just throw it to Willamette. The wall. Yes. Yeah. The wall. Spend a round reloading. <laughs> Willamette just reloads Here, it for reload him. For me. Hey, hey. He has to like jump up and down like a pogo stick to get hey. hey, Will, are you sure you weren't a squire in Highbury, not a knight? Reload this. 
That's a deep cut, Sheriff. I'm sorry. I think Troy was going to say something about another thing. Um, You found found a wand of, uh, to match uh, Sir Will's feelings, a wand of crushing despair. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) It has 32 charges left on it. I don't think any of you can use it. I mean, you could probably roll use magic device. What is it, an anti-paladin spell? It's a third level bard spell. Uh, Oh, well, you can use it. it. Third level bard spell you could use? Well, he has to roll for it. Oh, okay, so you have to roll for it. Anyways, uh, an invisible cone of despair causes great sadness in the subject's uh, not unlike the Curse of Melancholy. Uh, each affected creature takes a minus two penalty on attack rolls, saving throws, ability wow. checks, skill checks, and what? So it's sickened, but this would but all it's sadness. This would really build into this Della thing that's happening that I don't yeah. like at all. Yeah, and the now will, she's will inflicting like. people. She's just very yes. I, I'm speaking as Will. <laughs> <laughs> I only speak as Will on air. Do the Jesus voice. Use the, the voice. <laughs> Use your words. <laughs> Uh, Matthew, that has 32 charges 32 left. Charges. Wow, that's, that's great. great. This um, is, so it's uh, similar to what afflicted us when we fought Grenzel deck. Yeah, the Curse of Melancholy. And just so we don't get 100 fucking emails next week, we know that he can use it without penalty because because she has part levels. Right. Yes. Don't worry, Skid. Okay. We'll still get those. <laughs> I know we will. I don't even, so I don't even have to roll for it. No, you don't. If it was a scroll, then, I, then, then you would, thing. right? Uh, well, we'll look it up. Uh, we'll whatever. Look it up. But let's let's not commit case, to anything. Yeah, right. uh, but I, can I do an appraise? You the absolutely opals? can. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, 15. 15. Um, the opals are worth over 500 each. Nice. Uh, easily. Do we uh, know that pieces. exactly? And this, no, because his appraise roll fell. Do you yeah. Baron says, I've got a bit of an eye for gemstones. <laughs> oh, you like you dwarves. I oh, know you people. You like the gems. What do Go. you mean, you people? Well, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Just because you're quoting me doesn't make it all, all right. <laughs> now I'm more confused than when this conversation started, so I'm just going to take one quick look at them gemstones. Uh, it's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 300 gold each, just as I thought. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, it's They're worse. They're quite uh, nice. They're but, excellent. But... <laughs> I'm lost upset. Hey, let another dwarf take a look. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Remember how Troy always takes that? Hey, yes. a 20, text. 20. God, I'm just going to tell you. Why don't you just tell me the number? Uh, <laughs> the opals are worth 600 gold each, and the green sapphire is worth 900 Ooh, gold. Yes, wow. sapphires. You yes. get full price for those when you sell those, right? You will get half. Yeah, but we need to make sure stuff. that we all saw them. Like yeah, we well, all saw that, right? With Nestor here, we all saw. Well, them. no, because I, I let. Yeah, them. we're all together. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure that it wasn't yeah, like, yeah, a, like only if Nestor, Nestor had done the tracking. I would have let him uh, have a chance to slide. Yeah. Got it. So forty platinum, two ten gold, two opals worth six hundred each, uh, a nine hundred dollar sapphire, and then two magical things. Pretty good that haul. Is a, that is a good fucking haul for a couple of uh, yeah for ocelots for things that only two of us hit. Yeah, I turn to Sir Will and I say, Sir Will, you're the most honorable person among us. I elect you to take care of these gemstones. It would be my honor, Sheriff, and my duty as your command. I just, I don't have enough room to hold them with this, what with this magical crossbow I just <laughs> <laughs> I'll put them in this handy haversack. Uh, it'll keep me light on my feet when I reload your crossbow. <laughs> well, well, let's get back to uh, the camp and uh, continue our resting time. Uh, and sure enough, you do. You guys... Uh, you can burn the bodies. You can eat, oh. eat the bodies if you wanted to. Um, you got two weeks' worth of supplies from the um, Shinnerman's Fortune. Can we do a roll to see if it's legitimate meat? Like if they're it's good meat? Because if we're going to be in the valley for a long time, it might not. Yeah, I mean it's a magical beast, keep... but uh, there's there's no reason to think it's not like poison. poisonous meat. Yeah, I mean if you were to continue to roll on it, you'd find that they're immune to poison. So uh, maybe there's something in it that wouldn't hurt you. Maybe there's something in it that would, though. Yeah, because uh, yeah, if they're immune to poison, they might have toxins. They might be already. Toxic they're immune themselves. to poison and to disease. Yeah, like antibiotics. They're actually got yeah. a little bit in it. Yes, yeah, so don't, don't, don't eat it. Don't, don't, don't eat it. Don't don't Della, Della, put down the loot product. <laughs> She's like, got the AC's got, got the, the drumstick in her mouth. He's like, uh. <laughs> no, no. Since Baron has no hat currently, 
He's going to put on his sheriff's cap, Sheriff of Trunow, and want to solve this mystery to some extent. And he wants to do a knowledge local to try to determine who these powerful and wealthy individuals may have been walking through the forest that were waylaid by these Lucratas. If there was someone important or valuable from Shinneman's fort. Yeah, if there was there, someone that was Is there any markings on the heavy crossbow, like that kind of thing? Any, uh, Where did it come from? Good, 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 good role. Identifying... Go for it. Uh, that is a do 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 fourteen. Wait, this is a knowledge local, right? Knowledge local. Yeah, I'm gonna do the same. Thing. I'll yeah. uh, Twenty for Sir Willamette. Twenty four for Della. Uh, Twenty two for me. Yeah. So Nestor and Della, you know, you guys just got into this valley, and the first thing you, um, I just thought that was a wolf outside. It's the sirens. <laughs> I love sirens. I was like, guys, we got to take that back. There was a wolf that got on the mic. <laughs> a wolf in the middle of Queens. <laughs> I wouldn't like put a rest of development. <laughs> a, a werewolf in London. Oh. You know, you, you get in here and you, you're the, immediately you're fighting magical beasts. It's very strange to be in Minderhell's Valley. You're expecting giants and you get attacked by these creatures. Uh, Baron, you look at this stuff and you're just trying to place, like, do you think these people came from Shinneman's Fortune? You're not quite sure. Sir Will doesn't think that's the case. So Nestor and Della start putting two, to, two, two and two together and think that if this place, this Minderhall's Valley, used to be a sacred place for the gathering of worshippers of Minderhall. At a certain point, when the giants fell out, became extinct or moved on, when, the, when Minderhall fell out of you know, favor as a deity to be worshipped, probably the dwarves came in. And so these things, you start looking at it, this crossbow is very, very old. Dwarven weapons? These are dwarven weapons. Dwarven rubies and sapphires. Well, there's your reason right there to give it to Baron. Yeah, Mm. yeah. But uh, so you're saying that this was like Mecca to the the giants. Exactly. Or like Jeddah in the new Rogue One, which you've all seen and enjoyed. (laughs) No no spoilers, kid. (laughs) Joe hasn't seen that yet. Don't open up this kind of conversations! Uh, (laughs) I have a child, all right? It complicates things. I know, I know, you're very Wait, you're telling me you haven't shown that child the new Star Wars movie yet? What kind of father are you? I'm going to call Child Protection Services. She saw it, but she had big headphones on. She didn't hear anything. Uh, No, no, but I, I do like this idea this image of like you know the giants would travel from far away to come here mm-hmm. just to be in this sacred place and now that is it's sort of passed on it's been defined but now this uh, Volstis or this uh, what's it name Gristle Crack mm-hmm. is regathering giants to this place I mean it's a taking it well, back for the giants right you know, Gristle Crack corn and I don't care so let's keep moving <laughs> on <laughs> Pretty good. Old Dwarvish thing. That's that's half a bottle, Ken. That's a, that's, that's, a, I'm that's a future really title. <laughs> um, okay, so you guys rest, get your uh, whatever HP you need to get back. I think really only Umlo. Were all you guys at full going into this? Or? Yeah, we were because yeah. we had rested a night before this night. All right, so Umlo yeah. got crit, but the 28 turned into a 17. Now that we're going to roll double the dice as opposed to double the number. Not I like bit- that. Not bitter at all. No, no, no. Umlo says. So will may have some of your holy healing. Absolutely. I don't know why I did it back to you in your same voice. That, that's offensive. That's offensive, too. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do you mean, you people? <laughs> no reason to make fun of uh, me. He, he will channel for ten points. Of, I'm sorry, nine points of healing. Uh, and <laughs> then, and do you need? Well, I can do another one too. Uh, another long. eight. So that's seventeen right there before we even rest. Great. And there's no way. I, I'm still suffering from ability damage. No, we have to find have that to get, guy, Shinnerman. Yeah. Alderman. Okay. The Alderman. Or some sort of healer that can cast restoration or lesser restoration. restoration. Or find out scroll of lesser restoration. We, you so, know, if we see. If God, why restor- did you guys. It's restoration. That's the problem. We, restoration. Yeah. We, we, Not lesser, right? No, lesser rolls. No. Lesser cures 1d4 points of ability damage for one score. Right, but this is ability drain. Which can only be healed by uh, restoration. Yeah, so you guys yes, are. right. Yeah, so if we come across a uh, by any chance like a giant cleric during a battle, we should try to keep Spare that cleric it. alive. We should have tied yeah. down those Lucratas and said, "Heal him, heal him." <laughs> <laughs> and they said that Taram Shimmerman, if if he's still alive, could help you as well. Right? But who knows what the hell's going on out here in this strange ancient valley? Um, 
All right, so you guys rest up. Is Amlo at full with the healing? All right, so you guys are all full. Of course, Amlo's new full is 46 hit points as opposed to a... Because his con is down so much from the gaze. Still from the gaze. From Lockmore Edergon. Lockmore Edergon. Me too. And that guy had a serious effect on people. I'm starting to uh, believe more in your theory, Joe, that a cleric is necessary in a party. Yes. Starting. (laughs) Yeah, because it's not just about healing hit points in combat. It's about a lot more than just that. Stuff like this. They're definitely... Fucking nice to yeah. have. I'll it's tell also you that. about like summoning rhinoceroses and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hugely important. Um, all right, so you wake up the next day, and you know if you were to continue exploring that branch uh, there, um, it, it just led to nowhere where the cave was for the Lucratus. It's daytime now. Yeah, it's daytime now. Um, so as of right now, the valley is only pointing in one direction, which is uh, easterly. Eh, maybe going a little bit to the south for those of you with a good sense of direction, but pretty much just going east. And again, the the mountains are surrounding you on either side. It's very beautiful, but it's it, the valley's wide, so it's not like you're hemmed in. You know what I mean? It's the mountains are miles apart. Some some per- portions of the valley get thinner than others, but you still have that stream and the the overgrown footpath next to it. So it's providing relatively. Um, it's, the traveling isn't that bad. It's not boggy. You know what I mean? It's not slowing you down uh, too much. Um, how are you guys traveling now in the day? Are you guys all mounted or some of you walking besides the I think the I'm actually walking. Okay. Felt uncomfortable holding Baron's waist. Well, yeah, and I just like, I feel like I'm better on my feet. Yeah. Right. So, bow drawn or is it on your back? Uh, no, because I, I have the quick draw. I can just leave it. Right. You just leave I, it I, could, I trust that I can just... Get it out immediately. So, so Will's on Lexington. Yeah, Will is on Lexington. He's got his long sword sheathed, and he's holding his lance at all times. He kind of holds it high. It's got the banner uh, sort of wafting off of it in the in the wind. Uh, the the two griffins on a green field, kind of uh, oh, let, letting everyone know that. Have you said uh, that before? That that's your no, sigil? not on the show. No, two um, griffins rampant on a field, Vert. Yes, yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly it. Uh, and it's, yeah, so he's holding it high and letting the banner, you know, whip in the wind to kind of, you know, let anyone know who sees it that uh, those who come through are with a, uh, uh, a knight of Highbury. Though they won't recognize it. But, hey. Um, Baron, you are on uh, Dusty. I have both of my hands on top of the handle at the front of my saddle kind of real casually bouncing back and forth just to kind of move at the same speed of everyone else and I put a cigarillo in my mouth and I drag a match along the leather of the saddle and I light it up and I take a deep buff and I say Minderhall's Valley what an (laughs) ugly sight and, uh, and meanwhile, he has a, a crossbow tied to his head like a hat. <laughs> and, 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 and they're, uh, they're uh, you know, they're, they're kind of trotting along here. Lexington much more silent than the horses. Is, is, I would say Umlo's probably walking aside uh, Reginald. Can he keep up? Oh, well, no, yeah, they're just, the horses are walking. They're, everything's, guys we're all like, walking. Yeah, we're all walking right now. And I would say, I would say Sir Willamette. Guys! I would say Sir Willamette counters that. He's got his lance up in the air and he's... He's looking around and he's saying, Sheriff, though I, I know we face great danger here, I believe that these people have not yet corrupted this place, for there is a natural beauty here. This place is blessed, and it is that blessing that we try to save. Don't let their evil taint this place, for we don't know how many days we may continue living. We should take in this beauty while we still can. I'll say better. <laughs> oh, in, in Riddleport. What, was it in Riddleport no, no. that you saw better? I've travelled I've traveled, I've traveled extensively. Was it in the sewers of Riddleport? Didn't you listen to my intro in a few episodes? I don't want to diminish your enjoyment of the natural beauty, but I'm just saying it's not that impressive if you've been to more of the world like I have. But. Well, having only come from the world wound... This well, is no, quite impressive got, to me. No, yeah, it's got to look good compared to that. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys straight lining it, or are you like two by two by two? Talk to me about not party order. I just want to know. Yeah, you want to know party order, but I'm trying to get a visual. Uh, Sir Willem, it's good in front, unless somebody else wants to take the front. He's good to lead with the. Batter. I'll be like right behind you. The, 
Just uh, for traps. I mean, the valley's a mile wide. Umla walking next to Nestor, we'll say. They're walking ahead so they can kind of keep pace. I just want to be towards the front so I can spot traps. Sure. But. And so maybe Della and Baron on Reginald and Dusty in the back. Sure. Della, I will say, is uh, a little <laughs> ill-tempered from the previous night's uh, battle and the bickering that's going on, and she's kind of just kind of got her head slung low, her hair is dripped in front of her face. She's very emo right now. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's a oh, disgruntled show us, show us on the doll. I before <laughs> before we get attacked by some listeners sent us a doll dolls of all of our characters. So there's a very cool one of Della. Della has very expressive <laughs> hair. Yeah, just, just just parted enough so we can see one eye. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, visual humor. You yeah. can hear Della puts on her headphones and you can hear like the cures playing. <laughs> Friday, I may love you. Yeah. The boys don't cry. This is blasting the out boys don't cry. <laughs> daddy and daddy are fighting, so she puts on her headphones. <laughs> oh, she's great. But before we get attacked by five Robert Smith dressed up giants <laughs> that come out of nowhere, um, Barrett, eye, eye makeup, yeah, <laughs> big black wigs, um. Baron turns to Sir Will and says, Sir Will, I see you've been training Umlo, and uh, that's that's encouraging. I'm, I'm excited to see what could happen there. But I want to know, since you've had so much time training Lexington, if you could train old Dusty here to be more reliable in a combat situation. It's very interesting, Sheriff. I hadn't thought of that. You are uh, quite accomplished with that weapon. The gun I speak of, of course. Not the heavy crossbow. I haven't seen you use it yet. <laughs> but you do... It does take uh, some discipline from your mount to be able to fire from horseback, and it could at some point save our lives. So let me see what I can do. Lexington will help as well, won't you, Lexington? And he rubs his neck, and Lexington's like, I made him sound like a horse, but you know, just kind of angry wolfish. And Baron throws. Don't commit me to something. That's kind of what it said. Feed him an apple. Baron throws from Dusty like a little bit of like jerky from his pocket, like in the air to Lexington, and and he wants Lexington to snatch it out of the air. Oh, he snatches it right out of the air, and then spits it out. He's like, I'm a vegetarian. (laughs) I prefer potatoes. No uh, ostrich. No, is this something that we can actually do? Is it like? Can I? Can we? Can I do a? I guess I'm so train used to lork training handle things animals. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can. I can do checks to train them. It takes a week, I think. We can do this off air to some extent, I'm sure. But yeah, but yeah, to, I mean, you've been getting them- a lot of crap about not using Lexington to fight, but it's by choice. It's not that you don't think you can do it, right? You're just choosing not to. Right. Uh, well, you can choose to have your mount bite in battle, but I think that the bite draws more attention to him than the damage right, he choice. does warrants. And I, I, I usually want to keep both of us out of range. So the idea is the ride-by attack, the you know the spring attack, that, or not right. spring attack, but the spirited charge, that kind of thing. But with it's a big difference for Dusty. You have to understand having a non-combat trained mount versus Reginald and Lexington who are combat trained. Sure. And you can train a mount to be combat trained, which lowers all of the DCs of your other ride checks. So Baron can actually shoot three times from horseback while riding like a hundred feet in one round. Yeah. If, if we get this combat up. train, I mean, he can do it without a combat train. No, actually he can't because you have to spend a whole move action just to right. focus the horse. Well, this is something to think about. Certainly off air, you know, you ha- you're going to have the time. Yeah. You're going to have, I'm tracking the days and I'll share that. Ca- I just keep saying I'm going to share the calendar with you, but I've kind of written other things on there. I don't want you to see, but I'm tracking the time so you can see, okay, he learned it on this day. Yeah. He knows how to do that. Okay. Well, we'll work on that. I, I like that. Um, yeah, you can, you can, it, the, to get combat training, the, the animal has to have a, an intelligence score of two. Yeah. Well, it'll That's take a little time, but we can do it. This dusty path that you're going on, atop dusty, uh, begins to ease down a gentle slope littered with small boulders that have fallen from above. Jagged gray mountains rise on all sides, their peaks resembling the broken jaw of a fallen god. Hmm. On the surrounding slopes, small copses of fir trees cling desperately to patches of rocky soil, their exposed roots tenaciously grasping the earth in knotted tangles. You guys are walking, and the mountain slope in front of you begins to turn around the bend. Um, Everyone roll a perception check. 
29. I am on fire. Six. <laughs> 20. 29 for Baron and a 15 for Umlo. Okay. Everyone except Sir Will. Do you guys all speak giant? I don't. No. You don't. I no. actually might. Wait, did we, I learn it? Actually, Lork used to. Lork used to. What good is he now? Del, uh, Gormley did. Del, uh, Common Dwarven Orc. Nope. Baron? Nope. Oh, shit. No one speaks giant. Umlo? Umlo speaks giant. He does. There we go. What? A I stopped the birds on purpose. Is that a good choice? He, <laughs> Umlo says, <laughs> Everyone except Sir Will... Sir Will's too busy taking in all the beauty. Here's like a head, but you can't make out the sounds. It all sounds like gibberish. And Umlo puts up his fist. And, and Umlo can hear, it's like a mishmash of giant and goblin and orc. It, the predominant language is, go, is, is giant, but it's like a, it's called a pigeon of, of yeah, all three. Yeah. Um, and he hears up ahead, This is all your fault. You could have got us killed out there. Oh, don't you blame me. You wanted to join this army, not me. Well, of course I wanted to join you, overgrown child. And if you had displayed even the slightest bit of coordination out there, we'd have triumphed in those pits, and the recruiter would have chosen us. Then you hear, What is it, girl? She smells something, you fool. Hey! Who's up there? See you next week. Oh, shit! Oh, no! They heard us! Oh, man. Well, the girls, they thought we were down with Yeah, whatever that animal is going to be. Finally a girl. Finally a girl. So when you guys came down, hold on one second. Let me get your fucking shit. <laughs> Slightly distracted. Joe, get out of it. Get out of his fridge. Get out of his fridge. Out of his fridge. Out of his fridge. <laughs>